Um, excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? Yeah, of course. Sure. Um, you look kind of familiar. Yeah, you do too. I just wanted to know, do you know somebody named... You know his name. Uh, I definitely know his name. Well, I just wanted to let you know, he's mine. Um, no, he's mine. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. That was The Boy Is Mine in the style of, what is it, Brandy and Monica? Yes. yes. Oh, in the video, they have a confrontation in the bathroom. Uh, that's where it all goes down. Yes. All Always. The, the claws come out. If it's not the bathroom, it's the parking lot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is also where people get fisted. fisted. Yes. Listen to my episode of Only in New York. We talk about fisting. And I'm so glad that we're here in the studio today with the other co-hosts of Only in New York and podcasting legends in their own goddamn right. Welcome to the show. Returning guests, Hemda and Tracy Carnazzo. Hello. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you. Always a nerve-wracking mess to be here. Thank yes. you. <laughs> yes. I wasn't prepared for this Please. emotionally, I don't think. Well. Please tell me how I'm a shithead. I enjoy it and I will be the it. <laughs> We're not here to tell you anything about you. Yeah. We're hmm. here to allow you the space and the time to know what's shitty about your own life. Ooh, yeah. Reflecting for an hour. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time that we had Hemda on. We is the episode that blew up the internet when we talk shit about one of our old friends. But also, you were like, uh, you were talking about taking care of people. And you were like, but it's fun. And Emily was like, that's it. That's it. You love it. You love it. And that's why you do it. I've never seen Emily like go after someone so hard. Wow. I'm glad I, I can be inspired. Yeah, I didn't even know that I did that. Yeah. But um, it you was know, the truth think- that she needed to hear. But it was Emily went out. I think that um, I get personally like what's the word I get I get sad for people who the type of person who needs to take care of everybody else and neglects themselves because I am so the opposite I will take and take and take mm-hmm. um, <laughs> nice to meet you yeah yeah <laughs> and I just like how pleasant <laughs> you sound like a dream definitely boast about I'm not that. a dream yeah. partner <laughs> For I someone just, like me. Yes. Yeah. No, actually, though. Emily's like, you don't have to do this. You can just let everyone do things for you. Do you know that? <laughs> do you know that people will do that? Are you a man? <laughs> I have a lot of, I think, masculine energy. Yeah. I I I'll force my boyfriend to get up and like to get me a glass of water or a protein smoothie or uh, my pills, like whatever it is. I yeah. like at least three times a night. I have I to wait until it's my birthday and then I to ask for nice yeah. things. <laughs> Andrea actually had a situation where she was sharing water with a ex-boyfriend. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's funny that you should mention the, the glass of water. Oh, yeah. No, I know. The, I know Watergate. Yeah. I'm yeah. familiar with Watergate. Where I was screamed at for being so selfish about drinking from his water bottle. Uh, Tracy was there for the, and Emily was too for the live show where we, were we had the that show. confrontation on the man her podcast which was so funny because during the live show you aggressively drank water because i had bronchitis you drank 20 to 25 glasses of water (laughs) she needs water while we were talking about her hogging his water and she was like no i didn't (laughs) 
as she drank gallons all of the bar's water. But yeah. Andrea, if you were sucking my dick, you can drink all my water. Yeah. I have on I my rider to be I, in love with me, there's two things I require. Water I, and minimal care. I'm like I a houseplant, okay? Yeah. Can I play devil's advocate for one second? Yes, please. He was saying that you... <laughs> Are you really siding with this person? No, it's, please don't. It is, yeah. it is yeah. ridiculous that it would blow up to the point that it did, okay? And I will give you that. Yeah. But I think that this side of Andrea where, like, there can be a little bit of, like, a... Um, oh, watch yourself. Pushing boundaries. Sure. Oh, you so, mean like, drunk Andrea? Mm-hmm. Well... Normal Andrea, but I'm sure when she was drunk, it was worse. Yeah. Well, so the from his perspective, he would ask you if you wanted water, and you would say no, and then you would take his water. I know it was oh, very no. also. But for the, him. that's the type of thing that would definitely annoy me if it happened every day. For he, okay, but from her perspective, she was more than ten years younger than him. Yeah, sure. she and was he, ten years so old. So she doesn't yeah. know how to fill a water glass. <laughs> no, it, I was a less mature version of myself. Yeah. I will say, I don't, I. To be clear, yes. I am on your side. I think this is a fucking ridiculous argument and like grounds for a, a breakup yeah. if somebody got that mad at me for drinking out of his water glass. I swear okay. to God, I thought you were going to say grounds for abortion and I was going to go right with you. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, yeah, everything. also abortion. Yes. Listen, everything is grounds for abortion. <laughs> If you want to terminate a pregnancy for any reason, including but not limited to somebody stealing your water, yeah. go right yeah. ahead. Well, his punishment was then to be called a child molester and a pedophile over and over and over again in front of a live studio audience. It was the greatest it hour was, of my life. It was the greatest hour of my life. <laughs> and guess who was getting me that water, by the way? Not the host of no. the show, Tracy. Me. Not involved with the show at all. No, just just in the audience, going to the bar, yeah, well, getting me water. she saw you hacking up a lawn. I, was I had a camelback on. I just kept... <laughs> feeding her. I you gave her one hose. of those big coolers, those Gatorade coolers. <laughs> I gave coolers. her a garden hose and I just opened it into her mouth. Tracy is a good fucking friend. I, w- I will say this, that there is a small circle of people who I am close enough to that I will expose this side of my personality to, which is my boundary pushing shitheadness. Like if something annoys you, sometimes I will enjoy pushing it and pushing it and pushing it because I find that amusing. That is the least attractive part of my personality. It's horrible. It's horrible. I know it. I know. I know. And you have to be very close for me to do that to you because I know that you'll forgive me because you love me. I don't feel like you do that to me. Are you not in love with me? You're her boss. You're my boss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but I... Oh, wait. She does like throw out shit. And just look at me in the eye and go, you're done with this. Yeah, well, that's therapy. You're yeah, also, sick <laughs> and you need to not hold on to trash containers from two weeks ago. You're welcome. She's just concerned about your health. Yeah. But I do like, I think. It's a hazard. She's like, you're literally done with this. This is yes. moldy. Yes. <laughs> well, how, I know that, I actually have a question about that. Sure. How long will Hamda leave something out that's edible? Like, is it, is she leaving out food? Is that, or does she leave out trash? Like, what's, what is she leaving out that Everything. needs to be thrown away? It's mostly hoarding. I don't know that I leave out food. Because, yeah, like, the food or, like, there's a difference between being messy and being... Dirty. 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 Hemda is dirty, to be clear. <laughs> Hemda is dirty. Wow. She wow. puts trash on the floor. Like, trash bins don't exist to her. They're mm-hmm. like a concept mm-hmm. and not really like something grounded in reality. It, b- both her and Keith have a similar idea about the floor in that it it seconds as a waste disposal unit. 
So it's like it can either be. Well, they're not like spreading lasagna on the floor. <laughs> like that's a little God forbid. Yeah, I mean, not sacred lasagna. Um, <laughs> if the floor was clean, I would totally eat that off the floor. Yeah, honestly, it's not going to be clean. Though, even if it wasn't, because we throw trash right. all over. I don't it. care. I'll eat off the floor. Yes, exactly. I'll, I'll look at it if it didn't catch anything. Oh my care. god. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't feel well. You're yeah. and you're a dirt ball, but I you enjoy it and you're not embarrassed. And I am OCD, and so I know that I'm on the other side of the spectrum. So I'm not gonna. I no longer argue with Andrew. I'm like, all right, I'm a dirt ball, whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, no, you can't argue with the person who's cle- keeping your place clean. Do you know what I mean? I know, but like, I'm not shooting you with a gun. <laughs> I'm keeping your workspace well, clean. Andrew, obviously, that is a mental disorder to live in a clean <laughs> right? place. Why would you want to live in a clean, disease-free place unless you had a debilitating mental disorder? A sickness. Yeah. Yeah. It's a disease. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it's the degree to which it, it, it plays out. Do you know what it disease. is? You know what it is? And I think the cleaning around you guys is the fear that it's going to start getting cluttered and get out of control because I've seen it happen. Well, the so thing now, is, yeah, it will. Yeah, well, of course it will. It certainly I've, will. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. It happens in front of my fucking ass. Yeah. Okay. Because if you so, don't keep up with it every single day, then you have created quite a mess and yeah. then you live in a junkyard. Yeah. And I just can't. I would yeah, like. Yeah, boy. I'm a junkyard <laughs> dog. I would like. To set a couple things straight sure. for the record, since oh, uh, apparently I'm the front runner of this hot mess <laughs> show right now. Well, Andrea and I have a disease. Yes. <laughs> well, that too. But Emily, I've gotten better about taking care of people and I mm-hmm. don't do it unless somebody asks and then I see five time. And Andrea, hasn't my home improved? Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Now to Tracy. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> well, we'll get to you guys later. <laughs> I don't, I mean. Yeah. It's we had to address the elephant in the room. Yes, yes. That thank you for not calling slump. me the elephant. Yeah, <laughs> I do appreciate that. <laughs> I'm doing Weight Watchers. Uh, um, but we wanted to regale you guys with a story. Um, oh my god! Of probably the most painful experience that we've had in a while. Yeah, would you say we haven't been in a co horrible stand up experience in years well, together. We don't really we don't we like we haven't been booked on the same show, but no. then we happened to I think what happened was the showrunner, it was a midnight show. I think she booked one of us and then she was like, "Let me book the oh, other there's one." Oh, an- there's those. another one of right, us. Right. Right. Yeah. So, very thoughtful yeah. booking. Right, right, right. So was it an all women showcase? No. Oh, oh no. man. We were the only ones. It would have been way better if it was an all. It was like two women and then like a care a group of maybe homeless people that are pretending. Oh, those to be are comedians. called comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. was yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I looked clean. Yeah. So you <laughs> I uh, I just want you all to know that I am wearing a sweatshirt given to me by Tracy for my birthday because she was sick of my dirtball other sweatshirt. Yes. It oh wasn't. my God. I thought you were going to like defend yourself no. and then you completely went in the No, other I'm not on this show to defend myself. Yes. Okay. I know better. It wasn't so much a gift as it was a concern. <laughs> yeah. A cry for help. Hamda <laughs> used to have this fucking. I'm I sorry. Have it. I, I can't. Have it. I love I it. I can't. We can make a quilt out of it, like it's, an AIDS quilt or there, something. <laughs> I don't think the people at AIDS Org want this thing. They're like, our patients Meaning have the actual quilt compromised AIDS. immune systems. We can't have this near them. Okay, this thing had fucking, the sleeves are shredded. These are, it, this is my favorite sweatshirt Like as in, describing. you know how like Renaissance sleeves are like, are like, like a bell oh, sleeve? Yeah. Yeah, peasant, peasant sleeves. But it wasn't, it's not, it wasn't designed that way. It was just coming apart so hard after how many years of wear oh it could be 20 yes oh yeah. my god yes yeah. and it looked like 
She looked like she was going to attack you on the subway. Yes. I was going to take my dick out. <laughs> and then you were going to look and go, oh, oh all right. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean I should have, we should have switched cars when we saw her hoodie. <laughs> she's wearing she's wearing a trash bag. It was like someone yeah. had mopped the floor with it for 40 years. <laughs> and she was yeah, like, well, this is fine. Hamda did make a transformation um <laughs> I hope I, this this happened. I feel like this probably happened like six years ago, yeah. Ish. Hamda made a very swift transformation into um, full on like reef sandals and basketball shorts, mm. and mm-hmm. that became like your uniform. Do you like oh, fish? Thanks. The band like to eat? No, mm. I don't. It, it is hip, it's hippie-ish. <laughs> no, but hippie-ish. I yeah. fit in. I yeah. fit in. Yeah, yeah you would well. fit in. Like yeah. like I remember you used to wear a lot more dresses. Yeah, and you used to wear a lot more like. I guess girly things, right? And yeah. then you made a transition into like a full-on hippie that I appreciate for one because I would dress like that. All I the think time it's more I like could. laundry day than hippie. It's <laughs> like not we just bring you on the show and like you dress day. like shit. You're messy. <laughs> you're an asshole. Well, you know, I do appreciate this because I knew that we were recording today, and I was like, oh, all right, well, this is going to be good because I have. Um, I have tie-dye leggings on and I have a camo sweatshirt. Yeah. And they're two different colors mm-hmm. totally. And I was like, whatever. Two different prints? No, who, who's going to judge me here? My pants are on backwards right now. So <laughs> Andrea was wearing her leggings backwards all day. Yeah, I'm amazed her, that I'm wearing a bra. Yeah. Her crack I'm wearing is a sports bra. <laughs> oh, that's so what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tracy got him to this new sweatshirt and was like, okay, it's... It's distressed. It's still dirtball enough that right. I feel like it's in your zone. <laughs> It was, it was distressed. Really That's why I got it. From. Literally, wouldn't matter. I googled distressed hoodie because I still wanted this it is to. Distressed? Yeah, I still wanted it to look at the pockets <laughs> are a different color. It looks yeah. worn. She's like, there are no what? stains on yeah. it. <laughs> it's How not could it be shredded. Distressed? <laughs> um. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Back. Back so to our both, schedule. We're programming. both booked on this show. I I said it was a midnight show, right? Yes. So I had happened to be with a couple of friends of mine earlier that night. It's not like I was like, "Come to this show; it's going to be great." Uh, see, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. If you oh, were you like, weren't like promoting. Absolutely not. Are you allowed to say where it is? It was at the creek. Okay. Um, at midnight. <laughs> so <laughs> listen, <sounds> under <laughs> normal circumstances, I would be like, "This is going to be." Very um, bad. I, I'm going to be performing for an empty room. Right. But the showrunner puts work into things. She's, you know, like, she, and she has like a, a decent following. That show yes. is usually packed. Yes. I have I've done the show before and it has been packed. I think perhaps it wasn't because it was the coldest night we've had so far yes. or something. I don't know exactly what happened, but I walked in and I was with two of my friends and my boyfriend. So the showrunner. Now, hold on. The decision to invite a boyfriend to a comedy show, I am petrified. I never invite boyfriends because I'm afraid of something like this happening. Do you warn him like this is kind of a weird place and I don't know? Like what's your monologue beforehand? I warned all of them. I don't know if this is going to be a good show. I don't know how many people there are gonna be there but just like set your expectations low literally and if it's on good, the floor on like like below the floor like sub basement yeah. right, like it might not happen if it does it's gonna be mental illness embodied on stage <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i i prepped them <laughs> adequately also i i'm not nervous about he's not gonna break up with me because i right. invite him no, to a bad show no 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 it's, it's gonna be fine yeah i think there's the reason why i don't invite significant others to shows is that it's feels 
loserish. Like it feels like it reflects on you being a loser, even though you didn't create the show that you are amongst these people at this hour. Well, I mean, I did tell them after I'm like, listen, um, I've been on good shows. I know right. that you probably right. don't believe that, <laughs> but I have. It is not all like this. If it was all like this, I would kill myself. Yes. They, they come to these shows and I've been in situations like this and just even with friends and it's like, this is kind of what my life is like. I know, right? I, just, I mean, to be totally honest it's with you. It's not not what it's like. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have been on great shows, but like, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, on a midnight show and it doesn't start till 1.30. Yes. Like, that is something that happens to me. And sometimes, I mean, I, I, I honestly never invite people to come see me for that reason. I get nervous when I know that there are people that I know. Yeah. Um. In this case, these are like the three people that I'm closest to. And yeah. like, they wouldn't care no matter what it was. Sure. Um, what ended up happening, though, made me feel very bad just because... Um, Besides them, there were only two other people in the audience. Oh, dear. So so um, you had a show for four people? Uh, four people. Uh, five, five, Tracy. Come on. Five. Oh, sorry. I'm not good at math. Yeah. yeah. Let's not be rude about this huge audience. There are five. And then you can't uh, take out the... You, you we, Well, you can't leave. But also, uh, you cannot uh, forget that there are comics that are going to be on the show, so they will be standing in the back. So yes. really... It's a full house. It's a full show. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was also at midnight. So we couldn't leave. Oh. And it was, you know, 1.30 in right, the like, morning. Right. Like, what are you going to say? I have another spot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a 3 a.m. <laughs> and my entire group is coming. Yeah. Leaving only two people in the crowd. Yeah. you, Your friends were the audience. They were the audience. Yeah. So at, when we walk in, um, they met the producer. They, you know, we talked for a little bit. And so she knew that they were with why, me. Why did we continue with the show? I Thank don't you. know. Because I, I would have been like, well, actually, they were just driving me here. They were dropping me off because I need some attention, special yeah. attention. They're going to be leaving. So if there's two people, are you still going to do the show? And I, I don't honestly know if she wouldn't have said yes. I think she would have. Because one of them, Who one the- of the other two, knew her. He was a comic. And he was there just to like support her. So that leaves one actual person. One actual person. <laughs> There's this like New mo- York City. There's moments in your career. I'm using air yeah, quotes career, career sure. <laughs> where you're like, "What am I doing?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And th- shows like this really well, just pull. And the answer is, I'm performing for one person. Um, uh, I was on a show with Andrea, and <laughs> yes, there was a performer. I had to leave, but Andrea was nice enough to take a photo. Um, he showed the inside of his asshole oh, on stage. Oh, yes. What? I forgot about that. So don't worry. As soon as I was like, I have to leave. I was going up like first and then leaving. Yeah. Uh, and then on my way to my next show, uh, I got a photo <laughs> of the inside of someone's asshole. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's that? Oh, that was the next comic. That, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, oh, and then guess what? I had to go mm. next. Yeah. He sh- he showed it. He, he, inc- he pulled his pants he down. Pulled his correct. Pants that down. is correct. Yes. Fully and then, nude. And then he opened his ass cheeks wide enough. And then he opened his asshole. That's fucked up because this other guy has that bit and I think he's stealing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Andrea, stop doing that. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? That's okay. my fucking opener. Okay. But, Who is this guy? But, okay. But what was the punchline? Nope. That's it. That's it? That, uh, that was it. I mean, you need a punch. It's the inside of his asshole. Yeah. Let's it's hope like, he doesn't have a punchline because all that comes out of there is shit. <laughs> yeah, right? 
Who had you ever seen this man? He's before? a performance artist. His uh, name is like Michael oh, okay. so Silver. It, it was one him. of those like comedy slash performance artist slash. It was a mix up. Slash yeah. What do you call yeah. it? Uh, uh, what do they call it? A mashup. A mental breakdown. <laughs> Um, a mashup, if you will. A red flag to everybody who's yeah. here about where you are what with you your do, life what you and with your what life? you've chosen. This show, I felt like, well, so you, I was not, I was late. Who, how many people went up before you? Wait, you didn't warn her? Warn her. Oh, warn, I, I texted oh, her when oh, I was no, like no, no, no. close I told by. Andrea, you were like, yeah. hey, yeah. Andrea, you don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's cool. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking, like, what do you think? What's the over under on what's like the risk slash reward of being like, hey, um, I don't want to perform for two people. And um, leaving. do you know what I mean? I think about this question. It's all not the time. something that I would do because I'm a nice person, mm-hmm. but I should do, like you yeah. should. What? This is benefiting nobody. Because people need to learn lessons. Yes. People need to know, like, you can't do this to other comics. The problem is you can because we always <laughs> yes. take it. Because you're not going to say no. Yeah, because we create our own desperation. Yeah. So wh- what do you, like, do you think that it would come back to bite you in the ass if you started doing that? Uh, I, I think, mean, obviously yes, you wouldn't do yes, that. Yeah, yes. I think it would be perceived as a bad attitude. Yeah. And she's ungrateful yeah, for her spot. For this humiliation. <laughs> for this I don't opportunity. Know. I see the thing is, is I shouldn't talk because I'm not in this position. No, but I you're a performer though. You get it. I think you get this. Yeah. But <laughs> you can talk. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I You dirty bit. No kidding. I've seen people with bad attitudes and they end up getting their way. So quote bad attitudes, because I don't think it's a bad attitude to leave. But, um, no, it's actually quite reasonable. Yeah. yeah. So I I think that the next time I want to book that person, I better have a fucking audience and it better matter because if they're booking you, they know that something yeah. about you needs to be on stage for their show. Yeah. So I, no, I don't think so. And I've seen a lot of people with bad attitudes like get rebooked, people who cancel, people who flake because they just want you that bad. Right. And it's like, this is my value. Don't bring me in here right. for this dumb bullshit because I'm above this. Flip side, there's so many fucking shows and no one's making money and you need stage time. So, and it's definitely. Hard to know, if not impossible to know until you get there, what it's going to be like. Yeah. Um. So how then, many people went up before you? Well, uh, just one. I was second. Okay. I think. Second or third. So I don't know. I blacked out. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I. I was the whole show. Emily, Emily texts me like, it's rough, man. And I walk in. I see you on stage. Oh, I yeah. see your boyfriend and your two best friends on one side. And I see two other dudes. Two creeps on the other side. Your, your eyes Looked, there was so much pain in your eyes while you were performing. Was, I started laughing immediately because it was fucking yeah. hilarious. That wasn't even like I'm. I'm telling you, the worst part wasn't even when I was performing. Yeah, that was not the worst part because I actually like once I got past <laughs> once I got past the initial. It gets worse. Oh, it gets well, so much worse. <laughs> once I got past the initial, like this is mortifying, and like the three closest people to me are th- think that this is what yeah like what your life, life is. is yeah um <laughs> i actually had fun up there cuz i was like you know what fuck it like oh yeah this whole place is going to shit so did you do your actual material yeah okay see that's ballsy i, I- mean i did i did also like i spent a lot of time talking to these the audience of two <laughs> 
<laughs> I think at that point, the thing that you need to remember is now you have to. There, there are certain things as comics that we just need to run because we need to hear them out loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to say so words. It's, yeah. yeah, to like just say words. So like that's where I would take the opportunity to like maybe run some new bits, see if like they have legs, and then also only do crowd work yeah. with the two people I did not know. That's I would what, literally get into the deepest, craziest conversation. That's what them. I did. I was yeah. like, oh, you what? You have a pocket pussy? Tell me more about that. Yeah. I don't I care. This isn't a real thing, so who gives yeah. a no, fuck? No, I, I think I spoke to them probably for like three minutes up yeah. top, but they didn't also they weren't dying to participate. <laughs> Why? Yeah, shocking. Weird. Uh-huh. Um, But I ended up like, it, it was not as painful as you might imagine in that at that particular point. Yeah. What was more painful was afterwards when I couldn't leave and my friends who were being held hostage in the front row couldn't leave for a solid hour and then everyone who got on stage called said that one of my friends uh had a resting bitch face <laughs> which she does but it's not her fault, okay? Uh... <sighs> She got called out for it multiple times. The other one is kind of uncomfortable with, um, she's not comfortable with like her sexuality. She's not like very open about sex stuff. Why would that be a factor? Which is, which was uh, uh, great when she got called up to do a- Called up. Yeah, called, called up, up on stage. What do you mean? Called up to the stage. What do you mean? The host volunteered her the host. to come, uh-huh. yes, to come up on stage to play a game. A game. Yeah. Um, this in, is what we're doing? Yes. We're not just running some bits that yeah. maybe maybe everyone gets five. This is what I would do. Cut it down, end it. Four people are there. Everyone still wants to perform. These two people came out to see you. Great. Everyone gets five. Run some new bits. Let's, uh, and I would tell the audience, like, hey, listen, we're just going to run some new bits. Laugh if you think it's funny. Boo if you don't think it's funny. Yes. Like, make this silly as hell. And and also, so you didn't, you don't feel like you came for nothing. Like, I understand feeling bad about there was a full production yeah yeah oh yeah it was was a interactive a 15 minute long interactive Mm -hmm. quiz including lots and lots of pornography (laughs) i hope i'm not getting too specific i don't know if you guys heard that pornography pornography. like people had to guess what was (laughs) a butthole and what was a vagina like what the dialogue was in certain pornography so my friend is billy prasita running the show (laughs) Close. S- a similar wheelhouse. Close. Oh boy. So it's like I I am screaming in the back for most of this show because the sickness. Well, because that, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. This is sickening. It's also the funniest thing. But you're alive. laughing at not with. I, yes, I'm laughing at this whole situation. I'm laughing at her conservative friend having to guess porn things. I'm laughing at. There was a comedian who, in the middle of a set, I, I've never met any of these people, was like, "Please laugh at this," and I was like, "Ah, you just asked. You asked. Yeah, and you laughed. I, 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 I was. It I was crying. <laughs> I was wheezing. Her and I were texting. Like we used to text during open mics when it this was like, felt like that. humiliating, yeah. and we couldn't like look directly at yeah. each other because if we caught eyes, would we be. would just start like crying. I was wheezing. I was like having yeah. the time of my goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't. A part of me couldn't enjoy it because my loved ones were stuck. Yes, <laughs> the in pain, jail, the in pain, jail. And the suffering. Yeah. So. Anyway, I mean, they were very like cool about it after yeah. because you have to be because otherwise, what do you do? Disown me? But um, they're very nice people. I mean, they're definitely they've made a file in their head and they've, <laughs> <for sure. laughs> they've created a document. <laughs> 
all the times that I've wronged yeah. them like, by inviting uh, them to comedy shows that they shouldn't be yeah. at. That is the perfect. They've created a document. <laughs> and there are certain people you ask to come a lot, especially when you start, you ask people to come a lot. Yeah. And you're like, I can never ask you a favor ever again yeah. in my life. For like, sure. I have to wait until the coolest lineup, the like yes. coolest show yeah. to redeem myself. I'm introducing yeah. you to Chappelle sure. or that's it. This yeah. is sure. the, for the the disgustingness that I've made right. you. I'm closing out the, the 10 o'clock at the cellar. Yes. <laughs> and I'm paying for your meal yep. and being like, I am so sorry that I made you. <laughs> also, like you try when we you start, you try out bits that are horrible because you're horrible and your friends come and laugh because they love you. But it's like, this is a sad we have different friends, Andrea. circle jerk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The stuff I used to try. I mean, God, Hemda's been there for many of these shows. I remember Dog Pig. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was oof. one of the most iconic. One of bits. the most iconic bits of my career. Yeah. People. Do you want do you want to hear my do you know Dog Pig? Do you want to hear I think, me reenact? I think I'm, I think I'm out on the Dog Pig. I'm going to yeah. reenact Dog Pig. OK, good. Oh, I boy. just I hope that I I um, trigger warning. I hope that I hold up. The I used integrity. to drink a lot. I hope that I hold up the integrity of Is this Is this like when Michael Scott impersonates Chris Rock's uh, stand-up on The Office? <laughs> no, this is like another entity all its own. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is a bit I did for reals. So do you guys... This is the bit we're going to do at her funeral. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that was morbid. Is everyone ready? So do you know how um, you call ugly women dogs mm -hmm. and you call fat women people people ugly people it was not specific to women it was women no it wasn't it 100 percent was you it wasn't it wasn't bitch. women because there was okay well it was at there least... was an overweight man in the audience i remember who was not amused by it because it was it was it was also about him it was generous <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, you looked him straight in the eye when you talked it was about at it. least originally women but fine do you know how we call fat people pigs mm -hmm. and we call ugly people dogs mm -hmm. well i have invented a new word for a fat, ugly person, dog pig. Hold for applause. That was the punch. That's yeah. the punch. I can't. Who supported you through this? Me. Emily, not always is it good to lie to your friends. Not always do they need support. Sometimes they need some tough love. Like, hey, do you know how to write a joke? <laughs> It's the perfect. Do you yeah, know but then we don't learn. You know, you there's usually a tag. There's a punch. There's no. a premise. See, this that is, is just a premise. This is a performance art piece. I don't know if you're understanding really how it did works. Did you then show the inside <laughs> of your asshole? <laughs> I did this at a mic, and I was like expecting mm. people to fuck instead. Oh, the their mind's gonna be blown. <laughs> Who hasn't thought of this? <laughs> I was like an 80s shock jock when I started. <laughs> you were like, oh, so fuck. <laughs> Hi, guys. My name is Andrea. Have you guys heard of compound words? Yeah. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> okay, but they're a dog and a pig. Sure. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, mm -hmm. Okay. 100%. But like yeah. together, you know what I mean? You didn't I'm even call it like the pig. <laughs> Nothing. You didn't even like smush them together. I start getting merch that just says the pig on it. I got to tell you, that's not the worst they do. <laughs> Especially after this episode, you're gonna go viral. Are we fucking workshopping this shit? Did we just create new merch? No. I think I did. We need to make this bit happen. The pig, and it's just like a very, very fat, ugly person. No woman. Not genderless. Yep. Just genderless person. On the beach. Just naked. Laying with a tail. Washed up on the shore. 
and me laughing at them. <laughs> I also think the disgustingness beyond the fact that it's gross and mean and bad is that, is that like you were a fucking 24 year old dressed in all leather. Yeah. Calling like, other people ugly and fat. <laughs> I like that you dressed up for the mic, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, always. Like six inch heels being like, okay, so we all know I'm hot as fuck. That being said, (laughs) you fucking fucking barn animals. Is this thing on? There's this thing on. You know, it's just you're you're just such a unique person. The, and I'll tell you, you know the, what else is unique? Dog pigs. Yes, <laughs> the pigs. The pigs. I I really kind of like dove into your uniqueness. Like you've always been quirky to me, and but like you know nothing like that. I don't know. Everyone's fucking weird, you know. Sure. Uh, and then we got our logo drawn for uh-huh. our new podcast, Only in New York. <laughs> yes. And it was like, okay, so we're going to have a cartoon of the three of us. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I describe myself, and then I describe Hemda, and then I describe Andrea, and I'm like, okay. Uh, she's going to be wearing uh, <laughs> string this bikini. Is, this is what I tell she verbatim. She didn't describe me at all. She said, just uh, put a joint in her mouth. I'm like, yeah. no, a that's not true. A joint in her mouth, a fur mink, and a t-shirt said, that says bad I said bicycle, big hair, this is joint. Yes. That was you. Mm-hmm. Um, for myself, I'm like, I wear black. I'm like, I want a necklace. Mm-hmm. I also want pizza, no pepperoni. Yes. Okay. For Andrea, it was... Um, She's dressed like the Statue of Liberty, but it's like the outfit is a kimono and it's opened. Mm-hmm. And then also underneath it, she was wearing some kind of bikini top, but as a shirt. <laughs> but please don't make the breasts too large. No. Also, she's wearing a collar. <laughs> and so he puts like a choke and I'm like, I'm sorry, I wasn't specific. I'd like a spiked collar on yes. that. <laughs> From a literal pet store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my um, only note from my part of the logo was make the joint bigger. <laughs> does that look like a joint? Can you light it? <laughs> We're all special flowers in our own individual way. Yeah. He put pepperoni on my slice and I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't eat pepperoni. And also, why is Andrea not wearing 17 collars and a strap on dick <laughs> and yelling at yeah. nice people? About being dog pigs. Yeah. It's disgusting. Well, one day you'll uh, go back to your roots. Oh, my God. It was horrible. I mean, yeah, it was a horrible show. I I did have fun, though. I'm going to be honest. I had a good time in a sick fucking way. I've had the most fun that I've ever had probably at a show with Andrea. Uh, We did this show in the back of a bar in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg or in Bushwick or in Bushwick, I think it was. The Graham. And I it was like five, six people. The host was high on a drug. I question mark. I don't know what it was. Like like an amphetamine. Yeah, it was like something exotic. Yeah. What was his behavior? His behavior was he he left the room, and (laughs) there was a point where someone had to get off stage, and I was like, "Hey!" And I said to the host, "It's your turn to do the microphone." (laughs) He was wearing pants (laughs) that were embroidered. Yes, they were embroidered. Or sorry, Tracy was like. Your pants look like drapes. Tracy goes on stage and she's like, what's with the drape pants? I don't fucking know. What are we even doing? It was, yeah. The one thing that you once told me about stand-up, you're like, once you stop believing it's going to be good yes. is when you start having fun. Oh, my God. That was one of my best sets I've ever had in my in my career. Oh, you were hilarious. It was great. Because like- it's like 
you have to just let go. You know, it's as, it's like, you know, as stand-ups, we make tapes of ourselves, right? Yes. So tonight you're like, okay, it's a Saturday night. This is a great show. I need a new 10-minute tape. I'm going to submit to something. I'm going to tape this. Mm-hmm. And you get up, and I promise you every time you will bomb. Yes. Yeah. You will bomb with your best A material. Because it's too precious. Yes. It's just. Yeah, that's like a universal experience for some reason when you try to get a tape. I still don't have a for tape. For sure. No, you're not going. I'm never going to get a tape. If yeah. you get a tape, it's it's just going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Just know that. Well, yeah. it's definitely not going to be good quality. Like it it'll be awesome. No, but what I'm saying is like, if I set up a camera with a tripod, right. you're fucked. I, you're fucked. Yeah. Once you go that far, you're fucked. Someone's going to sit right in front of the camera too. So yes. you just yeah. have to know that. Um, but when you're on a Monday night at 11 o'clock in the back of a bar mm-hmm. with four people, you are a guy going wearing drapes and, pants. <laughs> and just like smoking opium, right? Yes. You are going to craft the the most beautiful words that you've ever said yeah. out of your mouth ever. You lit that room on fire. That's what it you do. Beautiful. But you have to just remember like, I, like I'm not performing for anyone. I just need to make myself laugh. Yeah, that's and true. And once you do that, then you're good. Yeah. Then then the pain washes over you. Did that your was, friends say beautiful. anything? Yeah. Uh, they were... Are you still with your boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Your boyfriend was such a goddamn trooper. Yeah, oh, oh my God. God. He's an angel. So He's nice. an angel sent from heaven. He literally said to me, because I was commenting on the fact that, okay, like two of these people that we didn't know that I've never seen before. I hadn't seen any of them. I'm like, who, um, literally, who are these people? They were bombing, but they were also, I mean, I guess like they were, they decided to try new stuff. They were reading off their phones. Oh, yeah, so they were miking it. Yeah. They were completely miking it and holding their phones like up in front of their faces. Mm. So afterwards, I was kind of making fun of them a little bit like in just a like you would think that if they were to use their phones, they would at least like put them away right. somewhere. Respect you know? this good show we're on. Come on. And my boyfriend. The one person. My boyfriend looks at me and he's like, yeah, but I, I like, like seeing the process. Aww. Like I loved seeing Aww. like what goes into it. I'm like, you, I don't deserve. No, no one deserves. <laughs> he that's, saw the good. That's really sweet yeah. and anyway. kind. Anyway. Oh, recovery period. Sorry that happened to you guys. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to oh, happen again. Oh, I mean, you, nevertheless, you persist. Yeah. Um, but so this is the hot mess comedy hour. Can you, you two... refer me to that show? Can you? Yes, I'll I'll recommend you. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be great. You're gonna light up the stage, baby. Okay. I don't do it twelve uh, midnight. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's late. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, People are way like, too turn, drunk. Turns like no one should ever do that. But yeah. nine o'clock. Uh, lesson learned. Uh, but you are returning to the hot mess comedy hour. I mean, we did roast come to heavily at the top, so maybe we should start with uh, come to Tracy are, are close. I feel like you guys know each other quite yeah. a, a lot about each other. Um, why? Uh, Tracy, no, why, Chemda, would you say Tracy is a hot mess? Oh, well. well, okay, so when you asked me this, <laughs> I was like, oh, and I hate that this came into my mind first, but I was like, oh, because she's perfect. And that, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is, you know what? It's so funny because you actually got the correct answer. <laughs> That's it's like, been a great show. Yeah. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> That's I know. Such and, a job interview esque answer. I know. And I will I will elaborate. She cares too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, she's annoyingly perfect. Mm. But like 
in a way that I never, ever want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we were talking about how often you need to clean your bathroom. She says twice a week. Yeah. She should never come over to my house. Yeah. No, she'll die. Like at she we will put a like, hi, Tracy. Good to see you. Thank you for coming into our space. Here's a glass of water. She'll be like, ew. She never will touch the glass of water <laughs> just in case we didn't wash it. OK. And she's going to get a fucking bird flu or something. I respect but that. you do yeah. realize that you're describing OCD right now. Like this is not perfection. But this you, is I do prepare and I do bring my own water. That's true. That's yeah. good. That you're not the type of person like I forget that you have OCD. Right. Cause because I just adapt. you come yeah. prepared and you don't like put it on other people. You have a I, layer of bubble wrap on you at all times. <laughs> you know what? You are the eight millionth person in my life to say that. Yes. Uh my mother, like, I think this is why she hates me, like, deep down. Really? Because it's, like, everything, it's, like, not everything has to go the way you want it to go. And it's, like, but if it could, why wouldn't we oh, just do it? hard relate. Why would Oh, it- my mother hates me because how could I be so not feminine? She used to walk into my room. She'd be, like, you're never going to get married. Is it the basketball well, she was, shorts? She was- <laughs> She was kind of right. No, I mean, you did get married. You did get married, but then you got divorced. I so. sure showed her. Yeah. If you, if you cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else about Tracy? Uh, no, but I understand oh, that. she doesn't fucking ride the train and it's New York goddamn city. And then she snubs her nose at I you. Do. Yeah. And I don't care because Emily's getting really mad at me because I'm victim blaming your OCD. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry. Uh, listen, I, I, yeah, I have a thing about people who drive in New York City. Um... I think that people who drive in New York City are A, extreme germaphobes, which we Correct. see here. Yeah. Okay. B, Check. nymphomaniacs. Or Whoa. C. Yeah, because they just want to like drive around and fuck a lot of people. Yes, that's true. I you mean, know? high school, I've yes. fucked people <laughs> with cars. <laughs> I fucked people with cars. They're always on their was, way to uh, the next fuck. It's oh. weird. When I was in college, there was a, <laughs> there was a guy. He was in a mail review, right? I went to to college with him, mm-hmm. and he was like, like what, a, a mail re- like, like a, a stripper. Uh, oh. He used to do the show. I think it, at uh, Webster Hall. Okay, <laughs> yeah. perfect place. Yeah. this is like the opposite of my type. Yeah, but like this sounds like my area. A no, bit. definitely not. Okay, <laughs> no, he was like like a Chippendale. Yes, kind of guy. Uh, okay. So no, 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 no. Yeah, you can't have muscle tone like that. He was no, he was like jacked. Oh, no. um, ew, and then like grinding. No. Uh huh. Like covered in no. oil. He used ew. to wear. Ew. Listen to me. He used to wear like he was on the baseball team, and he used to wear like the breakaway pants because yeah, you know, yeah, sure. And the Adidas ones with the snaps on the side. Hell yeah. And he used to wear like a neon thong underneath it. <laughs> So and he nice used to be that. like, you want to see my, and it was like Ew. a joke. Cause you know, there was like a whole bunch of group of friends that used to hang out in college. And, and I ended up, I was like, I guess I should sleep with him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like just see, I've never done this. Yeah. No, but but that's the game and it works. That's why I'm kind of into this. Yeah. His yeah. name because- is John. And I had a 2005 Nissan Sentra. I probably just got it. Nice. Uh, and I was like, yeah, obviously like, am I, like, where are you going to fuck if you live at home? Was it a good fuck? <laughs> Okay, I gotta tell you, like a lot of these car things, I just like I forgot about that. Like I yeah. blocked that out for so many years until. Why did you? Why? <laughs> this is a guy in a neon thong. You fucked in a car. Why not have that at the forefront of your mind at all times? Well, I you, just, if I you really fuck do- in a car, it's not very bright, and you need the neon in order to see in the yeah, dark. Yeah, that's true. true. Um, and I remember, like, wow, like you know, the Nissan Sentra. You know, you just put the seat. Like I had a whole thing. Yeah. You put the seats all the way back and then like, you know, I could straddle the the center console and, the, Ooh, you know, it was like this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And now, like recently, I had some guy proposition me, like an old flame, if you will. Mm. Uh, and he was like, hey, why don't you come? Uh, he has like a whole bunch of roommates and I was not interested. But Why? <laughs> As a woman in your 30s, why? And he's like, why don't you come over? He's like, let's hook up. And I was like, LOL, no. But also, how would that even happen? Yeah, yeah. Just curious, not not interested. Sure. And he's like, in the car. And I'm like, oh, right, uh, in the car. Like, that would ever happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, what an like, offer. Yeah. Like, teenage, t- teenage Tracy would have been like, yeah, obviously my car. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone fucks in a car after age 18. No, right? No, I mean after when you live, when you live alone, or I'm single again, so I'll probably fuck in a car, depending on how fucked up mentally I am. Nothing wrong with fucking in a car. I mean, sorry, Andrew, you don't know anyone with a car. I was gonna say who's has a car. Can I borrow your car to fucking Tracy? (laughs) To be honest with you, I do have a small SUV now, and you can flatten out the bed. That's nice. Yeah, and it's like not the worst. So yes, I would like to be there though in the driver's (laughs) seat, just to make sure everything's clean. Well, now I feel like (laughs) oh god. Not so much to intrude. What does it look like when someone... Okay, so you are very particular type, but much like me, you are an individual sure. of a particular type. What does it look like when a dude's hitting on you? Are you like, shut the fuck up? Are okay, you so like actually like, oh, stop? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I, I play the game. I'm I'm a moron. Okay, yeah. yes. But Great game. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. Uh, something that I think about like when, when you bring the OCD into it, uh, it's like this guy that's hitting on me. Like, let's talk about like I'm single. Some guys hitting yeah. on me, right? I'm like, I wonder if he has a lot of roommates. I wonder if they get sick a lot. Are you okay with people like sweating while you're having sex? Yeah. I mean, are you clean and you just took a shower and you're just sweating because we have the sex? Yeah, we're just sweating. Yeah, that's we have fine. Sex. I mean, don't okay. do it in my mouth, but like, yeah. <laughs> Okay. That's Do it okay. in my mouth. Yeah. Oh God. All right. That's different. <laughs> I like <podcast>. to consume. <laughs> I like to co- like. I like to have somebody's like. If I juice like somebody, I want to have every part of them. No, no, like, I'm good with the sweat. Me. You can have that part. I'll save that for you. <laughs> you can bottle it for me. Yeah, I will do that. Does um, that prohibit you from getting close to people? One hundred percent. But see, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I was dating this guy that I loved, and he had a kid, and he had custody of his kid because obviously his ex-wife was in jail. But um. <laughs> Obviously. For what? And yeah. every, I mean, I think just like math, but. Kicking the kid down the stairs. Whatever. <laughs> whatever who cares? Uh-huh. Uh, Tracy called the cops on her. She <laughs> wanted to date her fucking boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, can you please arrest? I would ask him all the time how his kid was to the point where he's like, do you want to meet him? And I'm like, no, none at all. Mm-hmm. I want to know if he feels okay. Because if he doesn't, I'm not going to kiss you. Yeah, where where's the vomit thing? The, your phobia of yeah. vomit like runs a lot of your life. Yeah, the whole life. Where did it start? My brother used to vomit on me a few times a week. Oh, that's a pretty one to one. Okay, yeah, well, that's, we're not, we're not digging that's a good origin story. Yeah. Okay, wait, like on purpose. Uh, so we were little. My brother's two years older than me, and so when I was one, he was three, right? And he got really, really car sick. Uh-huh. And he w- we would be in the backseat of the car and he would throw up on me because I was there. Why on you? I yeah. don't know. We were little kids. Like a power move? So that I think that eventually it became a power move. And my mom jokes, ha ha <laughs> Every time we showed up anywhere, Tracy was naked because her clothes had been covered in vomit and we used to have to strip her down. Ha <laughs> ha Okay, mom. There's other things you can do. That's fucked up yeah very it's fucked up. very fucked up yeah it's the reason why like all of this like i moved out at a very young age because like i just didn't you don't want to be vomit 
Yeah. Like I was, the, the fear is like so inside of me. She so wanted to live in a vomit free house. I went, I went actually to, um, you know, I've been through like all different kinds of therapy for this. Yeah. And, uh, I started exposure therapy years ago and yeah. it, got, it got very, very bad. Do you want me to vomit on you? No, it's not going to work because what happened is they found out that it's not so much a phobia, but it stems from uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's basically saying like, if you've been to war, right? A lot of people that have been to war are afraid of like loud noises or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you can't take a soldier and just like put him in a room with fireworks and then he just gets better. He yeah. just gets worse. Right. right. So your brother vomiting on you was your mom. Yes. Yeah. Okay, see, this is why I don't want to sit here and say what's wrong with Tracy. <laughs> Look at you're like, you're so fucking perfect. Yeah. My family used to assault me with vomit. Yeah, like, I, was like, just oh very, I was just very abused as a child. Yeah, no, you, And now yeah. this is like the only control that I have. So, and I felt like, you know, and the other thing was my mother used to tell me every time I would cry, please don't make me go in the car. So it was the only vomiting on you in the car? Mostly in the car, yeah. Okay. That was on me, but just like always vomiting. He just loved it. It was his favorite. <laughs> He used to vomit when the mail came. Like he was just really into it. Um, did they this maybe is, look into that? This is so- he had migraines. He's. I mean, I was gonna say he's fine <laughs> his, now, but his he's- brain is bleeding. It has been. <laughs> is he just one of those people that's like kind of sickly? Like has things that no, are fucked up with him? He's them? fine. Okay, because yeah. my brother's like that. Like every time he comes home, he has a different thing. Oh no, he's fine. He just used to get migraines as a kid, and he used to get car sick. Yeah. So um, nobody thought to give him a barf bag. Yeah, no. Trace. I mean, the event- bag. eventually, but then that was even more traumatizing to the point where, like, if I hear someone uh, like rustling with plastic, oh no, yeah. my heart starts like ru- like beating out of my chest. Like I can't breathe a lot of times. Yeah, or especially like when I used to take the train, uh-huh. if someone would have their purse and then they would take out like a plastic bag, uh-huh. I would <gasps> run. Because I'm like, Wait, no, please here's, no. Here's me on the show going, Trace is the word because she has a disease. <laughs> I hate her. And we're like, Hemda, you're a fucking slob. <laughs> disgusting. You we know, all love each other in this room, not, to be clear. To be honest with you, though, to clear like up the cleanliness thing, it's not so much the cleanliness thing. Like, I have dust on my fan. Yeah. Like, I'm not perfect, you know? No, I too, even I dust too, on yeah. your fan. I on your sin. fan? <laughs> You know, it's not like every You're single thing. You're not climbing the walls every week to get to your fan. <laughs> I don't stand on my bed and scrub it. But it's like, it's not so much that. It's that I need to have everything where I feel safe and things are in order because I felt like, so I would cry not to get in the car. And my mom would be like, I promise you, he's mm. not going to throw up on yeah. you. Oh my God. How can you make And that? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I mean, track record's not great. Yeah, vomit on someone is also very... Yeah, and she used to be like, I promise you, and she constantly does that. Like, even now, if I'll say like, oh, man, I got to go to LA. Like, I don't really want to fly. And she'll be like, Tracy, no one is going to throw up on the plane. How do you promise that? No, she just does. That's not okay. And I got to tell you, almost every time I get on a plane, someone throws up. Yeah. Either near me or like, yeah. It's like the butterfly effect, but vomit. Exactly. It's but like it's every like, twist of your I think life that ends with vomit. Her, her ultimate, like my mother's very ultimate. Like it's, you know, it's absolutes. Always yeah. absolutes. No one is going to throw up on you. No one that is not going to happen. Like, and it's like, that's just not true. You're, yeah. you're, because how can you know? You can't know that. Yeah. And she's so you like, I con- know. And it, it, she's promised me so many things in my life that are not promisable. Yeah. That it's like, I have very bad trust issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you know, makes, it's like, that makes perfect sense. And she'll also not be honest about other people being sick, which puts me in harm's mm-hmm. way. Right. Does she do that because she doesn't want you to worry about it? Like, she thinks, she thinks she's that, keeping you yes. safe. She thinks that it's like, 
you know, oh, come on. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Even if someone threw up, you would just wipe it off of you. Get over it. Kind of like that. Yeah, she thinks you're being a drama queen. She's trying to, she's trying to minimize it so that I don't feel so strongly about it. But but it's actually making me like very distrustful of people. Well, because you can't know. She has no successful track record of of, of protecting you. Of course. So now every time you enter a situation with her, it's not guaranteed that that's not going to happen and exactly. you can't trust her to actually give you a fair warning. Yes. Yeah. Because that's you know. why I hate Trace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, I mean, if you have vomit stains on all your clothes and you can't afford a whole new wardrobe, um, I could recommend a service to you. Yes. Ooh. Stitch Fix, which happens to be the sponsor of today's show. It sounds like I need that. Yeah. Stitch sounds Fix. like I might need that. If you- <laughs> If you're dressed like a homeless person in a Renaissance blouse. <laughs> if you've completely run out of clean clothing <laughs> and haven't gone shopping for yourself in over 10 years. Yeah. Stitch Fix, baby. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Give me a kimono and a bra shirt. Come on. Okay, well, no they- joke. This, this, is, I hate going shopping, which is why you'll see me wearing this. Yeah. And it's because I don't want to sift through things. I agree. Yeah. I hate it too. I yeah. hate fitting room experiences. Yes. They can be really awkward. It can be really just not. Dirty. Dirty. Well, dirty. Vomit yeah. potentially Hello. there. Hello. Your Somebody, brother's waiting around the corner. Germs. How are you to know that there's not vomit in the fitting room? Yeah, you're you just nowhere to know. There's yeah. nowhere to control. I feel bad because like this size dress could not fit on me even yes. though like that's the biggest dress that I've ever worn. Uh-huh. And well, supposed also, to be my size. if you ask the... um. If you ask the salesperson what their opinion is, they're always going to say it looks good. Right. And you're like, I have a mirror in front of me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But the mirror is fucking wonky and has weird lighting and you can't even tell anyway. They just want you to trust them so they can tell you to buy the wrong thing. I've asked, is this a skinny mirror? Because I get really upset. And then I bring it home with me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I rip it off the wall. And I strap it to my body. (laughs) And I bring it to my house. Um, Stitch Fix is really amazing. It's especially good. I've been thinking about this for like young professionals. Yes. If you have to go to a job and you really need like designated work clothes. Fucking blazers. Who wants to buy those? They're kind of expensive and you don't want to buy them. It's fucking annoying. And you probably feel like you can't wear them too many times in a row and shit like that. I don't know. Girl politics. Anyway. Yes. It would be really great to have a rotating closet of different things and then you can buy them if you really like them and want to keep them. Yeah. There's maternity stuff too. There's children's clothing. Like there's lots of, it's a great way to save money if you don't want to be constantly buying new shit. Mm -hmm. And they really also uh, pin down your style because you take a quiz um, and you identify different pieces of clothing that you like and they really are able to tell what kind of clothing that you would like based on that quiz. I was impressed by it. Okay. I know that this is a setup and I'm all for it. Yes. I'm in. Absolutely. Stitch Fix. I understand why I was brought on this show today. We're like, have you heard of Stitch Fix? (laughs) We're not even recording right now. I'm personally... an intervention. This is a Jenny Jones makeover. (laughs) I'm really addicted to accessories. Like, I love bags, but I have too many, and I promised myself this year I wouldn't buy any more, and I feel like now I can because I can get them, try them out for a little, and if I think that they're worth it, then I can buy them. Hacked. It's such a good hack. Yes. If you want to take advantage of this deal, get started now at stitchfix.com slash hot mess and you'll get an extra 
25% off when you keep all five items Mm -hmm. in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash hot mess to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash hot mess. Yes. And now we aim the gun at Hemda. Well, I'm <laughs> online and uh-huh. setting this up, so just keep that in mind. Uh, Tracy, why do you think Hemda is a hot mess? I don't think Hemda is so much of a hot mess. You know, it's funny because... Both of you have the nicest goddamn answer. I, She's so perfect. You, She's we'll great. It. It's something... I forgot who I was talking to about this recently. Okay. Uh, someone had said something that they didn't maybe uh, agree, like that they should have said on a podcast. Okay. And they put something out there and I was like, yeah, no one's probably going to listen to that. Don't worry about it. You know, you think that it's bigger than what it is. Sure. We're overthinking things, right? I totally get that. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it was something. Oh, actually, it wasn't on a podcast. Someone said something in real life that uh, they were worried was going to be repeated. Okay. And I was like, well, I was like, that can be compared to saying something on a podcast that you didn't want out there. Sure. And I've done many. I've rem- ruined many. Friendships. I got to tell you, I've done that. And I've done yeah. that on Keith and the Girl. And I remember there was a time where I called Hemda and I was I was just I was in a very low place in my life. Mm-hmm. So this was like extra scary for me because I wasn't OK. I don't even remember what I said, but it was just something that I didn't want people to hear. Yeah. Something personal. Yeah, it was something personal. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't want certain people to hear it. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't even that I thought those people were going to listen. I thought maybe someone would tell them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just scared of that. Podcasting is intoxicating in that way. You're excited yeah. about your connecting with these right, other people. Right, because, like, the four of us are just chatting, yes, right? obviously. And you can't see the audience, so I don't think anyone's listening to this. Yeah. So I say things that, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't share if there was a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> and we're encouraging because it's like, hey, Tracy, whatever you want to talk sure, about. Yeah. Yes, and, you know. Right. And I remember, um, you know, I was like, there's nothing that can make this better besides deleting it. Uh-huh. And I spoke to Hemda about it and we talked. It was I remember it was like early for me. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> we spoke on the phone and you talked me down for like an hour. And after I got off the phone with you, I was like, you know, everything she said really made sense. It really landed. And I feel so much better. That's good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? They could just leave it. And she was like, I'll, I'll delete it if you want me to. Like, mm-hmm. it's an option. I I don't like deleting anything. But if it's going to make my friend feel right. Like, like I was being I was feeling so anxious. Mm-hmm. I was like, I will delete it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. You She's like, if that's talking. what you need me to do to feel better, then I will do it. I'd rather not. But like, if that's the option, then that's the option. Mm-hmm. And you talk me down like so. I don't know. I feel like you're just so intelligent and you're so I do. Aww. I really she do. Is, yeah. I feel like you're so. Um, let me see the words to use, like um, just like very understanding. Yes. And very uh like, you She's know, emotionally intelligent. Yes. Like to the highest Very degree. sensitive oh, yeah. to other people's feelings because like we've had discussions about things in my life where like, you know, when, when you, you're like, well, this happened and there's no one that could say anything to change my mind mm-hmm. because this is how I feel and I'm so upset. Yeah. And then, you know, like people say that about therapy constantly. Like I can't go to therapy because what are they going to tell me? They're not going to tell me anything I don't already know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I've had discussions with you and i just see like a totally different perspective yeah and it's like calming and i really appreciate that in your friendship so it's like what can i say about you yeah, yeah you, i mean you're you're a fucking slob but you know <laughs> but, i don't have time for that but what a yeah, nice you're too busy fucking, fucking slob nurturing every human being but it's you about meet. but that's what i'm saying like and, yeah and it's like you know probably the downfall in your life is that you are too nurturing yes but it's something that i appreciate because i feel like i'm always the one 
taking care of everyone. So to have you someone, really are. you know what? She'll call me and be like, I'm so upset, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I talk too much about me. How are you? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I always- Tracy. You two are similar in that I'm like, way. How are you? When I was sick, when I was sick, Tracy was like, I have this doctor. I have this person. Yeah, I'm sending it. No, because no one is help. Like, you know, People talk the talk, but not a lot of people walk the walk. And you two both Thank you. definitely That's do true. That. And I'll tell you why I yeah. do that too. It's because um, I think that I felt the worst feeling for me is feeling unsafe. Whatever yeah. that looks for, for anyone. Sure. And, you know, I think about like, I live in New York. You know, I have my family here. Or, you know, I have friends that I've had for my whole life here. And like, you're not from here. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being in a, I know that you've been here for so long, but like sure. being in a different country. Well, if like the shit hits the fan, I have my friends. Right. But that's all I have. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, so then we do have to become your family yeah. because yeah. we have to take care of each other. Because that to me, like if I had bronchitis and I was like, you know, quote unquote alone. Yeah. I would be like, okay, so there's like no safe adult here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like it's just me. Yeah, I get that. Well, I mean, Hemda, Hemda also is very good at, I didn't realize I needed friends who were this affectionate until I became your friend. No, truly, because I gravitate. the greatest roast ever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got to make up for calling you a slobby bitch Don't for 20 minutes. Don't be afraid to come on this show. Yeah, we're I don't here know to make why you feel you're so good. Afraid. They also called you the elephant in the room. Yeah. But- <laughs> no, because That's neither here nor there. I, I gravitate towards emotionally cold, unavailable people. I have my whole life and only in the past few years have I let, and abusive people, yeah. and only in the past few years have I let this need, slowly let this need go and... Because I was like, oh, having nice friends mm. feels really good. And I know that's like such a simple fucking statement. I mean, similarly to Emily and my ex-boyfriend, Dustin, it's like all these people are there and they're actually there. They're not mm-hmm. there in a transactional right. way. They're not there because you can give them something. There's obviously like an exchange between people all the time. That's how relationships work. But like at mm-hmm. the end of the day people the people that really give a fuck will show up sure and you just don't there's not a lot of people that actually do show up so when they do it's like fuck that is a valuable we should be cherishing people that do that not being like oh they're so nice i can do whatever i want it's like taking yeah not taking advantage gross i think some people do see kindness as weakness and will take advantage of that i hate yeah but it's people that don't understand like the people that aren't like that too totally yeah totally and and we were talking about this before the show but we were talking about how like i personally don't have a lot of enemies yeah and, but i do have people that i put in a box and i'm like okay well i don't care about you yeah and it's because like i really only have the energy to care about people who I know would actually help me out if I needed help yeah. or like would would do something for me to show that they give a shit about me. Yeah. And not when it's convenient for them or when they can get something out of me by helping me or whatever. I really don't have time for any of that shit. Yeah. I think like once you get to a certain age, I think you realize like I can really trim the fat on all these people oh, for that sure. like, oh, yeah. I just hang out with because they're a good fucking time. Or like you've then, known them for a long time. Right. That's another one. People don't realize they're like, well, I went to kindergarten with her and it's like, mm-hmm. well, she's a toxic piece of shit. Yeah. And since kindergarten, you have had a toxic piece of mm-hmm. shit in your life. Yeah. Those are really hard though because it's like, no, you feel the like guilt. You're, yeah. you're supposed to be friends sure. with this person. Yeah. Not. Yeah. And in a way, like they really were like kindergarten through sixth grade, 
you were my rock. But mm-hmm. then we developed our own personalities and it's like, oh. Yeah, but then not. we got past the age of 10 and yeah. you turned into a shitty person. Yeah. Um, something else that I will say about you as well is something that um, I wear winter Crocs. Uh-huh. I apologize. <laughs> I'm also, so sorry. very comfortable. All my slob conversation, all my <laughs> slob digs aside, I don't, I remember that you went on this like YouTube thing and you were defending like dressing as a slob. It was like you versus some like fashion bitches and you rolled in there with your fucking Crocs and you're like, listen, I don't have time. I don't care what people think about me. Only the people who respect me know me and I only care about like. Well, she doesn't care about fashion. Right. And everybody has the right to not care. Yeah. Yeah. But that's her fashion. Yeah, I know. And I was like, listen, this This is very weird for her to hear. This bitch is right. This bitch is right. The amount of hours I've spent fucking flat flat ironing my hair and no one is given a shit (laughs) am i am i right or i'm an idiot am am i an idiot i think i'm a fucking idiot you know i think we're both right yeah thank you see there you go i think if you enjoy if you enjoy dressing up and being clean then do that (laughs) no i enjoy i enjoy dressing like a slob but a clean slob yeah that's all i will wear the same thing all the time meaning like i this black shirt that i have Mm -hmm. i have 25 of them nice that's just how it goes. Hell yeah, that's a that uniform. Shirt. Thank yeah. you. It's my. I, I've always had a uniform my entire life. In college, it was my blue Abercrombie sweatpants. They were flared. Yes, yes. they were. Oh, uh, it. it was a black Gap body tank top with uh-huh. a Gap denim jacket on top of it. I'm into that. And I would Hell even yeah. do to throw some socks and some slides, some mm. Nike slides. Yeah, because uh, you know college. Out. What's up? <laughs> I have recently worn socks with my uh, Crocs. Um, what are the toe shoes called? Oh, God. Flip-flops? Flip-flops. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, well, that's a different story. Right out into the universe. Is, I don't give We got to call Stacey London. <laughs> I know, this right? This is not okay. <laughs> so, but you, I will say this, is that you, you lost, you've lost some friends, I think, because of you caring about them and them being shitty people and... Yeah, but that wasn't her. That's no, a it's good n- thing. It's not her, but I know that, like, I feel like you have a you have a want for that in life like you had all these kind of like people around you a while ago and then now they've gone which is a good thing but i feel like does that bother you do you think about it i think it's very very painful yeah mhm uh and it was a bad year on top of it yeah. it was like a uh, family was doing that and i was sick and uh, I couldn't keep up with a lot of friendships, which I think you need to keep up with. But also, I was very sick, and I was losing my husband um, to cheating and like all that stuff. So, um, but I think and this is very corny to say, but it's all I take from it is uh, I learned a huge lesson, and mm-hmm. also I, you have no choice. Yeah, yeah, These, you have to go with the punches. You have no choice. It's just happening, but I could still like cry. Sure, of course, <laughs> and it's it's. Because I I want long term friends and I want that like connection and I want girlfriends specifically yeah. and so sometimes I'm like wait I don't know if I have like a female best friend and then like I had Xerxes as my best friend at the time and now I'm dating him so I'm like that's not right like you need to you know have like other something that I will say though that I also learned from you and it's like why I respect you so 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 much is that I watched you go through all of that and it's like you know because when when things happen to us right we think it's like the end of the world constantly and then Mm -hmm. like you know you watch your friend go through health scares and losing a relationship and like all of these things and you chose to learn from them and you always chose to better yourself and seek help when you needed it and like just 
just uh, kind of like evolve yeah. with it. You know, and I remember something that you were talking about. I think it was on Keith and the Girl about having like an emergency contact. Yeah. And I remember and then you fell on your bike mm, and yeah. you called Keith. Yeah. And that was very sad for me. It wasn't very sad. It was. <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> this room it, just no, erupted. It was. <laughs> And I, I get why it's sad because, you know, Keith, but <laughs> when Keith is your emergency contact, I, never, I, I was like, wow, I don't know if I could have been that strong. And then you did it and like everything turned out OK. And you yeah. know what? Keith was 100 percent so good. Yeah. Right. Of course. And it's like you we're see because yeah, you, you can't assholes. imagine you can't imagine you're like, no, I need this one person and that's my emergency contact. And you're like. When the the universe takes that person away from you, whether you know, however, you're like, no, I can't, and it's like, oh, but I can. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I fell off my bike. I was bleeding from the face. I got robbed like all at once, and I really did need to have uh, numbers memorized. What did you do in your past life? Do you think you were like a Nazi scientist? (laughs) Oh yeah. You know what? (laughs) So Andrea and I had an intern who doesn't intern for this show anymore. Uh. But we had to. We met up with her a couple months ago just to like see how she was doing because she she basically. isn't our intern anymore because she just stopped doing the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. we were like, how are you? Are you still alive? Are you like, can we you see okay? your body? Yeah. <laughs> so we went and met up with her and she kind of like, she started saying all this crazy shit, but yeah. the craziest thing that she said was um, that she had been getting into spirituality and reincarnation and that um, she believes that um, the affluent people um, of don't our look world. At, don't look at me. Mm-hmm. People who are wealthy, it's because they used to be social workers in their past life, <laughs> um, which created good karma, and hence, now they are wealthy. Okay, ah, let me tell you. Okay. Social workers specifically. White girl says, what? <laughs> She's like, they got a master's in social work and then worked in a local hospital mm-hmm. and then also took cases. Yeah. Like, also, <laughs> I could summer in the Hamptons. Yeah. And that's why I get to live rent free (laughs) and not feel guilty because I made up a social worker pass that I'm saying to you with a straight fucking face. I mean, they literally got full benefits yet only made 41,000 a top pay. (laughs) They struggled. For their whole life. Yeah, they struggled. Just Uh, so I could be rich. It's such dangerous thing. Eventually they got their own practice, but you know. It's so fucked up. It means that like, some people, nothing should happen to them. And yeah. other people, a lot of things should happen yeah. to them. And I don't believe in that. When I got a tumor three years ago and like doctors weren't sure what was going to happen, I wasn't like, why is this happening to me? I've been a nice person my whole life. It was more like, oh man, I've had 40 years of like no health problems. Everything's great. I guess it's my turn. Mm. It's like you can't, it's not that I'm going to do well for people and then I deserve like good health stuff. I was like, yeah, I made decisions against the way I was raised and against the way society wanted because I wanted to live a very specific life. And I did that. So if I die now, I'm, I fucking lived so full. Yeah. Yeah, you won. I went where you weren't supposed to go. Me personally. Yeah. I quote wasn't supposed to go. Yeah. So whatever. Oh my God, I'm going to shut it to you. Do you, all right, this, do you feel like when you get the, the news that there's a possibility of like, you're not going to make it out of this, is that fucking terrifying or or do you just kind of like compart? How do you I, process that? I didn't like the fact that they didn't know if I was going to. So I was yeah. like, am I going to have to go through 
a surgery than chemo and radiation and then die. <laughs> that yeah, bothered me. Sure. Yeah. Like one of the things that I said, which, you know, you can't decide this is like, just tell me if I'm going to die at the end and then I just won't do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. That's the hard part. Then I'll just can't. like hang out and eat marshmallows and watch TV. Right. Yeah, and like yeah. one day just go. We'll just yeah. let it explode. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I did, I really did that thing where you look back and you're like, did I do it? Yeah. And I'm like, Hell yeah, I did it. I was a singer in my 20s, mm-hmm. a podcaster in my 30s. Like, I I didn't let people tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I made a lot of mistakes. I made friends. I made enemies. Like, I don't know what else you're supposed to do in yeah. life. Like, I didn't choose to be like something that my parents wanted me to do, which was very risky. And I lost my parents because of that. Yeah. But yeah, I was ready to die. Like wow. I was, I was good with it. I was good. And then I was like, okay, I know that this could turn bad really quick. Like when people are in pain, like even when you have tooth pain, you just want to be mean to people. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. You get really impatient. So I started looking up how to be happy because I just wanted to stay okay during like very hard times. And it really helped. And, yeah. I, and I was like, people were like, oh my God, open heart surgery. You did so great. And I'm like, this is a piece of cake. Mm. And it was. Honestly, because of people like you guys, like Andrea came over and like cleaned my house because she I thought it was important. It. it was a favor for me. I was this like, has I know nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> this literally had and- nothing to do with you. <laughs> Andrea, like, she oh, was like, whether she lives or dies, this place is disgusting. <laughs> and if they have to rent it out again, yeah. Ever since she Andrea saw it, an <laughs> opportunity to exercise, the door was open and she went in. <laughs> I kicked that door open. I'm like, you're too weak to fight me. Give me the mop. I mean, even I t- when you had your knee surgery, Andrea uh, yeah. kind of strong armed you into cleaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys like Emily and, and Andrea set up a, a live comedy show at my place. No, that was yeah, fun. I forgot That's we so did Because yeah. I had to miss all the, I love comedy. I love going out to see yeah. shows. Well, I guess there it is. Yeah, There's your right. flaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know what? It you are so forgiving of bad comedy and like and, and just dog, you, dog the, shit. Oh yeah, I you do you, hate yourself. Yeah, I cannot tell you how many times she's been like, "Well, maybe I just don't get it," and we're like, "No, no, yeah. heaven, no." This was objectively bad, and like she's bad to everyone. Yes, <laughs> but also like you can glean joy from it. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. But it, it is. It's like we'll see something so heinous and Hemda will like pull a string of yeah. positivity well, he, out of it. his hair looked nice. Exactly. So that was nice. He when did he, try. He, he, art- he uh, projected his voice. Yes. <laughs> that was good. The way that he showed his asshole to the audience. <laughs> he was, really pulled. Yes. What strength in his arms. And, and you know, I feel like there wasn't a lot of hair in it, which right. is not. And it was clean on hard. the inside. I yes. didn't even see any poop. He's doing good. <laughs> but like, I believe what I'm saying. I know. I know. I am not talking shit. I love these fucking weird shows. I, I love that you get to go like down some weird alley, mm-hmm. be scared out of your mind, walk in and you got this avant-garde. Yeah, and crazy. watch insane people yeah. muse about fucking. Yeah, I'm glad it's my job. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. asshole spreading. It's a, it's a vacation for you. Yeah. But love for it. us, yeah. it's a constant horrible yeah. reality. It's, it's a hard life. knock life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got to wrap up the show, but you guys uh, have launched a new podcast. Yes. Oh. That's, that is Andrea and Hamda and Tracy have a podcast together. Yes. If you want to hear more of these clucking hens, <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to Only in New York, which Emily is, uh, we are releasing, let's see, this comes out Wednesday, so Thursday, right? Soonish. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> hey, 
We're professionals. Get it now. Yeah. Only in New York. Subscribe now uh, because the show's up. And um, I mean, if you love us, you love these ladies. I, we've been all on Been Each Other's podcast. This podcast is so much fun because we're talking specifically about New York catastrophes. Experiences. Oh, my God. There's already been balls out. Uh, people Shit. fisting toilets. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I, a lot of fisting. A lot I of fisting. spat more than one fisting episode. Yeah, and there's only been. Wow, like I mean, it's only four. a matter of time. There's only been it's a two episodes. Podcast. <laughs> and two of them are about fisting. I've been spitting across the room at these people while we're interviewing. Maybe them. this is just a fisting podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But well, let uh, me tell you what it's like to work with three women. Mm. They text you like, "I feel like I'm not doing enough. Would you guys mm-hmm. give me some of your work?" And mm-hmm. I'm like. You're doing everything. I'll never work with a man again. No. Stop it. I'll never, I'll never do a anything again. with a man again. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I work with only the people in this room and then several select women that I allow in my orbit. And that's all And that's some happening. gay men. Yeah, like and that. gay men. That's yeah. fine. Keith yeah. is allowed in like three hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only yeah. if he doesn't wear sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you sicko. Um, where can people find you guys and follow you personally? Chemda. Uh, so if you can spell that, you can find me, C-H-E-M-D-A. Mm-hmm. Let's I make, like that's, that's not a great tag. Yeah, let's make people work for yeah. it. Yeah, you can find me. It. Yeah, you did, you did. Uh, At Chemda. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other podcast is Keith and the Girl and listen to Only in New York. Awesome. Uh, you could find me at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. And you could listen to my other podcast, Teen Mom Trash Talk and 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. And you could get my upcoming tour dates at TracyCarnazzo.com. And I actually have a documentary coming out on Vice. Oh, uh, yes. Not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> it should be in a few weeks uh, about my crippling OCD and phobias. I'm just there to make fun of it. Oh, my yeah. God, perfect. <laughs> like this bitch. <laughs> the reason why I'm a bad person is going to be on Vice vomit <laughs> oh my god yeah like i've never I'd be living in a clorox i've never yeah, it's not had good. somebody vomit on me i have it's horrible yeah, yeah. like yeah. i i well, such different lives. i'm really good at it i've had worlds. kids vomit on me yeah gross. sure oh. yeah but those aren't people i yeah. don't want to scare tracy so i'm not gonna look yeah, at her just pretend me. you're not listening i had a guy sitting right next to me on the landing of a plane throw up yeah and i'm like okay my that's mom said that wouldn't shit. happen though yeah yeah <laughs> she promised you the woman that's supposed to take so, care of me promised you. So that did not happen. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you want more hot mess, yes. visit our Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot mess. For either $5 or $10, you get a varying amount of bonus content. Yes. And at the $10 level, you get our entire 200 episode back catalog that you cannot download for free. So wow, get for in there. how much? For $10. Wow. I have spent. $10 on such bullshit. Yes. I Seriously. spent over $10 on the Joe and the Juice sandwich today. <laughs> yeah. It is the best tuna sandwich in New York City, but I still would rather have this. Yes. So basically, you're buying these ladies, and I say ladies, but I don't know, mm. um, a sandwich. Yes, please. <laughs> please do one. it. I'm yes. starving. <laughs> it's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.